0: I think that's the thing what heavier people tend to sweat more except for me i sweat well, that's true. like all um, day every day yeah I'm sure i don't sweat in my sleep i don't know if
1: that's true but i first off i'm like 20 pounds lighter than i was at the beginning. good for you congratulations if you're into that sort of thing you know i mean i'm only i'm not here to tell anyone i don't mind being bigger yeah but i there's a weight that i can get to that i'm just like i'm uncomfortable. yeah and everything sucks and like the pants that i have on now i bought them when i first started teaching here and it sucked to wear them mm-hmm. so i had to put them away until i was not fat they're enough. gold pants they're gold pants yeah. and then now now i put them on and i'm like i can't believe these were really mm-hmm. too tight. bodies change yeah body what's the uh, word i'm looking for not ectomorphic, Chau-Zing? ectomorphic.
0: No, like morphic. Oh, like mor- mor- morphic
1: versus ectomorphic. But they, they morph
0: is what I'm saying. Like bodies change so much. There's a morphology of bodies to, there we to go. be discussed. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about something today. We need to talk about it forever. No, let's uh, welcome everyone. Welcome, Pounders. I'm Brendan. I'm Noah. This is Lunch Break Society. Yeah. Pound down. Pound it. Season two. All right. That was the theme music. Uh, let's talk about, can we talk about the thing we talked about a long time ago? Which is when you are with someone romantically, uh-huh. and then you break up with them. I you said, yeah, go ahead. And then you are not with them; like you don't live together anymore. Like you're not you don't see them anymore. And then, for some reason, uh, you encounter them without their shirt or whatever, and their body has become mysterious to you. Mm. the remystification of the body mm. which is really the phrase mm. i just wanted to put into the pound verse at some point yeah that's it remystification do people talk about remystification as a concept of anything not of the body which is of anything
1: remystification Yeah, you know, people
0: always like oh the demystification of blank leads to bl-. it's like a very like academic term to be like
1: the remystification the
0: demystification of the rituals in know, this that- society blah blah i'm an I don't think it's that common. But I think it's not common because I think
1: remystification. Remystification. Remystification is not that common of a phenomenon. And that's why I'm so interested in it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what things get remystified for us? Well, can Where I do, you, a, can you, I do a side note, it? though? Yeah. Because I think it's related. I once heard from somebody their best name for a racehorse and you how resources have really good ideas. Yeah, names. like uh, Potato. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but they thought, have another, This so. is a good one, and it relates to what you're. Yeah. It's represtination. What is prestination in the first place? Pristine. Oh shit. The process of becoming pristine once again. Once again. Whoa. So that's very much like your remystification, isn't it?
0: It's similar. It's a similar concept. It's right? a, because like, it's
1: such a difficult thing to imagine. And also because you think you think of
0: pristine wilderness or pristine anything, meaning untouched.
1: Yeah. So to
0: be represtinated. Yeah. Right? Is that what I would say? Represtinated. Represtinated means to like – you have a beautiful meadow. I don't know why I'm only going to nature for this. You have a beautiful meadow. Then it turns into a garbage dump. Mm -hmm. But then years later, you clean up all the garbage or like nature takes over and it gets represtinated to be like beautiful and perfect
1: again. I wonder if like the most obvious thing is When you get your tattoos lasered off. If you think about – You represtinate your skin. That doesn't work because there's marks left behind. Ugh. But I wonder if you think about the death of humans as a race, yes. might lead to inevitable repressnation. Oh planet. yeah, that is like Ugh. such a hot thing in
0: in in speculative
1: fiction of like, yeah. oh the city now is like got trees in it. Yeah. No, I'm talking. That's interesting, but I'm talking about it, if we all die. Yeah, that after maybe then a hundred thousand years. Does the earth go? I mean, of course, I feel like we're doing no, the things, sun explodes. Well, no, because we don't. Before the sun explodes. Well, we might die for a lot of reasons, right? Yeah. We're talking about a scenario where we all die, but the earth yeah. keeps going. Sure. No, yeah, no, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes. Okay. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying. I like, think there would. There oh, there might be there's some. There's a lot
0: of speculative fiction where, like, there's a forest, but then you realize, like, what's that? And it's like a piece of a skyscraper that fell down.
1: Oh, And yes. it's like, oh,
0: nature took over again. Yeah, I'm there's, sorry. You're there's right. There's this fucking right. rad. Ugh, Have I talked about how much I love Sean Tan? Yes. On this podcast. That's That's fine. though. say it again. He is great. He has this really cool story in um, his book, Tales from the Inner City, where there's this floating building and Mm. everyone thinks it's like a bank and Mm. thinks it's like full of gold or whatever, but it's actually just full of pigeons. Funny. And all the pigeons are just shitting in it. Funny. And then one day the building falls out of the sky and there's like a cataclysm, whatever. I feel like everyone dies, but because it's just full of bird shit, it immediately like all the vegetation grows out of it, and it just like turns the city into a tree zone.
1: Wow, it's really cool. I was listening to it's a like pod. long time scale. I was listening to a pod. I don't know why this this might not be related, but it's interesting. A podcast that was talking about and, uh, Gaudi. Okay, he's an architect. Sure, and he designed. Oh, yeah, he's, he's this thing called the this, 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 the Familia Sacrada or whatever, like the yep. Sacred Family
0: in Barcelona. It's or not finished. Or Madrid,
1: yeah, maybe Barcelona. In España, in España. And, and they're going to maybe finish it by 2026, oh. right? Yeah. But it's so, uh, like, detailed. And it has, like, it, all of these uh, scenes from the Bible that yeah. are, like, spelled out. That w- maybe it's, like, two lines, but he, like, made it a big thing. And in order to get, like, horses and trees and animals and stuff, he found dead horses and donkeys and whatever he needed, chickens And made molds of them. Whoa. And then there came the famous slaughtering of the innocence part of the sculpture where he needed babies. And he got dead babies? Stillborn babies. And made casts of them. I have to imagine there was an
0: easier way. But also like... That is the most honest and authentic way. I'm not coming I do this how, either direction. I could go, I making, could go not, in every direction. I'm not I passing could say, a moral judgment on I that. I could say – Because you know what?
1: I went to the bodies exhibit one time. Oh, that's, there's enormous problems with the bodies exhibit. Well, there are many like, problems Like they're all a bunch it. of Chinese slaves.
0: Yes. Yeah. That is definitely a problem. That's the big problem. That's yeah. the big problem. Absolutely. But they had a baby room. Mm-hmm where for the babies yeah so the adults can enjoy the yeah where you can like touch the muscles and like play with them it's like they're all on the floor and you crawl around (laughs) no i was thinking i know what you mean like a room. yes (laughs) like ikea yeah has a baby room um or church sometimes has the baby room um catholic church i don't know about other churches anyway no uh there's a room where it's like you were when i saw it you were allowed to skip that room Mm. because it's like babies all the way from like little tiny Three yeah. fetuses up through. And, and they were all babies that were, yes, stillborn or miscarriages. They weren't, picking, they, weren't right. they didn't Right. Like, they didn't, like, birth a baby, stab it, and oh, then inject it with it. plastic. It. All right. Noah was just – oh, never mind. Okay. No, no Noah guitar. was just handed a guitar by a student, and I was afraid this was about to turn into, like, the worst audio, which is saying a lot for this podcast. We are the kings of that. But if audio. you were playing guitar – oh, what if I were playing guitar over – us talking, would so be awful. under us talking. You don't, you don't play guitar. Says you. Do you play quit- no. anything? Okay. I can play. I can play. Come as you are.
1: Oh, that's that's something. And I
0: can play the rhythm guitar part. I think for King of the Rodeo by Kings of Leon, because <laughs> you never is do do
1: do 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 do. You just do the same thing over and over. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about before we were rudely interrupted by the needs? Baby sculptures of the is what we were talking oh, about. um... I think yeah. there's a lot of ways to look at art and I'm obsessed with the I that the, to me the greatest works of art are a lot of times horrible ethical decisions like there have been so many works of art that have hurt and or killed and or sickened actual humans oh
0: like in the Andalusian dog where they actually slice the woman's eye open
1: Did they actually do that? No, they didn't actually do that. That'd be crazy. Well, my my favorite example is like my favorite movie, Stalker, which was filmed in a place... Oh, in Chernobyl, right? Well, it was not Chernobyl, but I think it was very close. And the whole cast basically died from radiation poisoning slowly, including the director who died like in his 50s from lung cancer. He smoked, but he also hung out filming movies in radiation zones, you know?
0: It's hard to say, right? Because I don't... I know what you're saying. I don't want to advocate for people violating ethics. But I think a lot of times, yes, some of the
1: greatest works of art involve a cost yeah, I, well, or a sacrifice. Yeah, but when I was 18 or whatever, when I was a younger person, I'd be like, yeah, man, it's cool. Yeah, you got to bleed for your art. And now I go, yeah, but what about people who are shitty artists and they're sacrificing other people's lives for the goal of not good art? Because that seems to ha- always also happen and in service of making bad. good art. Yeah. yeah it's so it's bad. like I don't. I, I'm just always interested. Yeah. In it, you know? I guess. I guess also not all art. Had, not all art needs a sacrifice. I think you can make art that does not involve a major sacrifice, and you like. I don't think you can make an art that does not involve a major sacrifice. But I think you can. But I think you can always. You heard sh- it here first, folks. This podcast, not art. No, there's always a. Well, we're sacrificing time. Sure. sure. Not that much. Yeah. The amount of time that we sacrifice is about as much art as this is. I sacrifice is not very much. twice as much no, as you do. See, that's true. Because um, I edit it. No, but like, it's not about, you're going to make a sacrifice if you make a yes. piece of art, but it's about sure. who's going to pay for the sacrifice. Is it going to be you? Yeah. Is it going to be the people you're exploiting? Is it going to be people, right? Is it, it depends on, Yeah. I think it's like, who does the bill go to at the end of the night? I think know? it should be you, the primary artist. I think too, but I think it depends on what you're doing. Because if you're making a documentary, there are ways in which the exploitation of your subject, even if you're doing it really, really well, mm-hmm. that your subjects will or if you're if you're a director. Oh, no, true. If you're asking a lot from your actors, your actors are making the sacrifice true. consensually. True. But they're still making sure, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that, it's that really, I think that's really complicated. That I think is kind of
0: the big thing to me of like Consent to sacrifice, right? Yes, like I as agree. long as everyone's like down to sacrifice, I then agree. yeah, it can be anyone. Yeah, I but agree. this is, this was is really interesting. You know the Up series. You ever watch Up series? Seven Up. Seven oh plus seven. no, I have it, but
1: I want to. Yeah. Okay,
0: I didn't watch Fifty Six. I've been meaning to, but I watched all the others all the way to Forty Nine, and one of them by the end of it, he describes it as a little pill of poison that enters his life every seven years.
1: Because he doesn't
0: like being seen on international television every seven years. Because yeah. the whole thing they were trying to do is like, does where you start at seven years old sort of determine you? And he's one of the rich people yeah. who like goes to fancy schools and whatever. Yeah. And he stays in the kind of upper class life and he's like upset about that. But then he gets really involved in this like orphanage in Bosnia or something. Yeah, And he like, conti- like some of them drop out of the show and he continues on it because he's like, yeah, this sucks for me every seven years. But I can get awareness to this orphanage, which I think is important. Cool. So he's like, I will endure being on TV and being like, not made fun of, but like, you know, kind of a pariah in order to bring
1: attention to this cause. I haven't seen the film, but that seems like a really, that seems like how a lot of art works when it comes to sacrifice. It's like that, that element, his element of the film, he had to find a reason for his sacrifice in order for to justify maybe the director being able to work. You know what I mean? Like, right. That right. makes sense
0: to well, me. Well, you know, there's, I mean, obviously there's one piece of art that I think deals with this in the most forthright and honest way. Mm-hmm. And that's Lucky by Britney Spears. <laughs> you know, she's so lucky. She's a star, but she cries every night. Mm-hmm. And and I think Lucky is sort of a surrogate for Britney. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's ever thought that before.
1: No one's you know, ever like, thought that. I think that. this is
0: the, a new opinion I'm coming to. Let me demystify the song "Lucky for You," okay? Yeah, she's lucky, she's a star, but she cries every night. But it's it, it it actually is it's right there, it's on the nose, it's very obvious. Of like, all celebrities are always like being famous sucks, but all of us who are not famous are always like, but but maybe I would like it a little bit. Not everyone. Not everyone has a drive to be famous. I think it's not more, everyone's that one girl in that one vine. Hey, it's, it's more I want like to be famous. I think am. I think that the
1: thing of that the girl. phenomenon. Man, we went off the rails. The Potato phenomenon of, of, yeah, let's, of let's, pop stars. Let's, let's re well, let this let me, tangent. Okay, the, the phenomenon of pop stars and rappers and whatever, rapping and singing about or singing about generally, like how hard it is to be famous. Yeah, ugh, it just seems to me like a natural byproduct of like the consumer feedback loop.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, like we. Like, I, said, I said, yeah, but like I don't actually... Like they have to be on tour to entertain us. Oh, yeah. And they have to have crazy schedules yeah. to be Britney Spears. Yeah. Which makes them ta- sad. Yeah. It makes them tired. Yes. And then they write a song about it. Yeah. And then we like that. So then we want to see them more. So we want to see it more. So they no, write those songs course. about being sad. Uh, of course. They it's, work harder. They get sadder. It's all... It's, all, it's
0: a feedback. Loop. Yeah. It's all sacrifice. It's all the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I think also part of it is like... It helps us to know – like when someone's like being famous is hard, I'm like, okay, maybe it's okay that I'm just a high school teacher in Brooklyn uh, slash internationally renowned poet and that's – because I don't have to deal with all the difficulty. Like when I look
1: at – You spend a lot more time thinking about that than I do. Sure. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But that's – yeah. Because I never like – when celebrities say that it's hard being famous, I – I don't dismiss it and I don't engage it. I'm like, yeah, I bet. Okay. Like I, it's a, it's about as interesting as me saying I teach public school in New York City and it's hard. Yeah. That's not very interesting. I think it's very interesting. Is it? Yeah, it is. Well because what? I, Are you surprised, No. Some, like are, some, you know well, what I that's mean? the thing like, I think some people are, and
0: I think a lot of people don't understand the difficulties of teaching. And that's why like a lot of what I write these days, like my poetry and like my other stuff, is like very much focused in on sort of teaching and the struggles of teaching because I think it's difficult in a way that people don't get or a lot of times poetry is about presenting your hardship and so i like to really hone in on this one particular hardship i have of like teaching makes me tired
1: everybody i talk and emotionally to drains me about teaching who doesn't teach always says the same thing that i could never do what you do and i could never imagine hard it is like I feel like people do respect how hard it is I think Every a lot, once I, in think, a long, oh. I think a lot of people do I think a lot of people don't yeah once in a while one of my drunk drunkles my drunkles yeah will be like no you get the summers off you know and if, I don't defend if, anymore I just go I'm going in the water and if, I take my shirt off and run the fat ass in the ocean you nice. know like it's just I don't I don't engage with <laughs> yeah that. but
0: think about this summer <laughs> yeah your bathing suit is going to be loose on you a little bit looser yeah mm-hmm. you might need a new bathing suit might have to do a paint on get like a speedo because those scale with you. That's true. Speedos are sort of the gas of bathing suits. They, they scale expand. Because yeah. <laughs> they're skin tight, but if
1: you could, i mean, obviously, this speedo is So not it's true. It's like the the owner of speedos going, no, they don't. There is a there is Bad a big, min- speedo, there is a, a minimum size yeah. to a
0: piece of spandex or whatever a stretchy thing. I was on the swim team. No, I I wore a lot of Thai <laughs> bathing suits in
1: high school. Yeah. There is a minimum. I'm also gay, so like, but I don't wear I don't wear bathing well, suits anymore. I think it's sad that. You didn't get to choose. like the thing is we all know wearing tight bathing suits makes you gay. So in a way, you oh never, yeah, yeah 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 you never got to choose your sexuality because no, I did. Chose. I was like, I was like, I think I want to be on swim team. Oh, you chose that? Yeah, but did you know? So like, it was, being gay seems really fun. Did you know that 100 percent of people on swim Team turn out gay? Yeah, yeah. including Michael Phelps. I yeah I didn't bother you. Yeah. Oh, that's cool then. Speaking of queer athletes, shout out to Adam Ripon who we really? haven't talked about in forever. I've just been thinking about that guy like once every. Once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, once every two months. <laughs> I think about Adam Rapod, how we should shout him out because yeah. we haven't a while. Noah. Oh. Oh. Can I just say something really big is happening in the news? Can I just say that? And we don't have to talk about it. Because we took such a big hiatus from the show, we're so spotty. I think
0: we've remystified the process of making this pound, poundcast, can we podcast. Just say, you
1: can cut this out too, but did you see? They might indict Benjamin Netanyahu. Benjamin Button? Um, oh, really? What? Really? Yeah. Whoa. Like that's like in the works. I mean he's up for re-election. But that would be a huge deal. I don't care how you feel about it. That'd be big news. I would like to talk about this briefly anyway. but we're going
0: to leave a pause at the end just yeah. in case I decide to edit this out because it doesn't fit thematically with the show. No. I think it does. I was talking to our students today about yeah. what are the good things of your country and what are the bad things of your oh, country. Cool. Okay. And almost all of them were like, it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the culture is amazing, but mm-hmm. the government is bad. A lot of our students feel like their governments are not great. And I think – so yes, if we see a major world
1: leader getting indicted – I know things like this have happened before. No. He's not a major world leader in that way though. Then yeah. He's He's a major – he's a Western leader almost. Sure. Yeah. OK, fine. but but But, but he's a leader of a country. Yeah, but it would be different than like if uh, Maduro, for example, became indicted on a federal – on an international sure. committee. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. I'd be like, oh, now yeah. we have a precedent to start going after bad leaders worldwide. Right. That ain't going to was... happen because of Netanyahu's okay. indictment. OK, sure. That's no one's who doesn't know anything about political
0: science. And, okay. and Brendan, who doesn't know anything about political science, argues that even a small country's thing is still a thing at a country level.
1: Does that make sense? I think Israel is like a very, very special and exception to every rule. But I also, countries. I also think that's why it's so
0: interesting oh. because Israel is small and like weirdly exceptional that we care about it in an outsized way. Well, and, we care about
1: it in an outsized way for other reasons. Yeah,
0: no. But as I say, maybe we have other reasons. That's why I think we care about it because I mostly listen to U.S. based news sources. Like I listen to NPR every morning, Yeah, you know, like and I read the New York Times. Like I yeah. should be looking at more BBC, whatever. Or not even BBC. I should read Al Jazeera. Okay. Then that'd be a whole different investment in Israel.
1: Yeah. Anyway. I mean, who knows? I don't, I just think it's big news. That yeah. I think I it's think, weird that like it's kind of buried right now. I'm like, this Well, shit. yeah. I didn't know about it. I mean, there's still other stuff happening. All right. Well, I can't edit this out because it's very important that all the pounders know. Yeah.
0: That was a pause in case I want to edit it out. Um, Noah. We've been going almost 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and we have not talked about the single most important thing mm-hmm. in the Poundiverse mm-hmm. in the last two weeks. We saw Interpol.
1: Okay, no, Yes. We're, where are we? We just finished. Uh, no, wh- in, wh- where are we? We're at the Madison Square Garden. And why? For Interpol. How many songs are so Six. Good. So who was I right? I wrote it off my hand. Who was right? I don't know. Go check Wikipoundia. Pounders, you got to do it. Figure out. Can I right. say one more thing? One of us predicted five. One of us predicted six. I'm gonna I'm gonna call attention to something
0: that I've just been trying to do subtly. I am trying. I have said Wikipedia three times now, and yeah. you never react to it. And I think it's a fucking brilliant pun. I'm sorry, Wikipedia. Thank it's you. It's good. It's good. Good. Check yeah, but the Check problem me? is
1: anything turns into a wiki thing pun. Yeah, but Wikipedia, like all the ones
0: are called like Star Trekpedia or like Wiki Star Trek. Like they're like called, like Wikipedia right. actually sounds really good. All right. All right. You know, here's, here's your credit The something something wiki. The anyway, so yeah, check Wikipedia for right. right. which right. of us said five or six. I feel like I might have said five and you said six. Doesn't matter who's right, we were just both so close to being right, even if we were right. No, one of us was right, like one of us wasn't close, one of us was on it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. but it's one, still one lost. of us. Shot a we nailed bullseye. it. Yes, we do. It's not it. like
1: we said like nine. And you know what
0: else got nailed? What
1: us by Interpol's music. Yeah, I cool. loved it. Yeah, I liked it. Let's talk about the concert. Yes, I liked it very much. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed the concert. I was, this is just me, just a just a bugaboo, bugaboo, just because I'm a musician. That he was, had a cold. Oh yeah, no, I said he had a cold. Maybe his upper register was flat. I, I had find a
0: quarter tone. I find that a lot of musicians, when they do something that's higher on their album, they will sing it lower in person. You listen to the drum song "Money." No. He sings very high. Every time I've seen a live version of it, I've never
1: seen them live. But every time I've like, looked at a live recording, he always sings it lower. Well, there's a difference. You could do some, If you do something lower by an octave, everyone will notice. If you do something sure. lower by a, a third or a second, yeah. no one will notice.
0: But if you do it by half?
1: Nothing. But if you... So what did he do that was he wrong? He sang the song in the original key and his voice couldn't reach the notes. Oh, I see six. what you're saying. You're like, it, he didn't change the key...
0: Um, it was the what like, song was it? It's the song his name I always forget. It was the "I Am a Scavenger" song.
1: Da 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 da, da, da um, What are the words there? Da. da remember, take hold of your, your time. Not even jail. Yeah, yeah, it's not even jail. Not even, right? Right. So, so when there, he, win was win like, win he was like, he was like, what's the word though hand, on that long note? Not, not even jail. Right. So he's like, na da. Nah, 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 right. But he went and you're like that little bit of it uh, yeah sure 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 it's sure. a little bit like i had a great ramen noodle it was fantastic it was a little bit of shit in it but once i took it out it was delicious you know what i mean there was like slightly too much salt in it Okay, slightly too much salt. Not yeah. a little bit of shit. But yeah. I really enjoyed it. Just it when so that good. part of his voice showed itself, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, but that was a minor. You know, minor. minor well, minor to you. Major to you, fine. Major to parts of the experience to me. Yeah. But I loved actually the crowd. I think they have a really good crowd. Oh, yeah. Awesome crowd. We were And we were and they and sound good. Their band is good. They're, they're, they're,
0: they're, the band is that, good. Is, and this is what I was saying in our little like mini episode. Um, it was more raw than I expected. And in a way that's not unpolished, but there were a couple like things that weren't perfectly synced, Mm -hmm. but
1: I liked it. Yeah, well, that's fine. I was like, this is a live show. They're kind of a messy band in a good way too. Yeah, but like like, their songs are messy, clean but messy. Yeah, Yeah. and and and
0: accurate. And I like that the I have their one of their live albums. They put out like a six song live album a few years ago, right Mm -hmm. after um, our love to admire, and I have that. And like, is it better? You can hear it on there too. Oh, no, okay. I think they were better when we saw them. Oh, okay. The laser show was good. The laser show. Was laser good. show was rad as hell. There was a woman behind us who knew all the songs. as yeah. she was standing up.
1: I. She also, was like really like. I I have this story in my head about her. Yeah. That no one in her like life likes Interpol. She and seemed that's, to be there alone. That's her favorite yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, and you know what? I'm happy. I don't want to tell anyone because it's mine. Yeah, this is mine. And thing. I go to Interpol concerts alone and I sing and songs I love to it. myself. Yeah. I imagined that about her. No, and we were like <laughs> not on
0: the floor. We were sitting, which was good because some Interpol songs are great for sitting in a chair. Mm. But in the song, like when Slow Hands happened, mm. everybody stood up. Yeah,
1: that was the notable And fucking partied away. Oh, the audience. And then for a
0: while, I sat on the back of my chair. Sometimes I like half stood. Like it was like a good mix of like levels and energy. Yeah, but um, Sam Fogarino's a great drummer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely a great drummer. Bassist was great. So much more fun in person, I think, than on the albums even. But then I like, listened back to the albums and like I'm trying to learn some of the songs again. And like, oh, they're actually very complex and very hard. Yeah, whoever's their touring bassist, I looked up his name. I forget it. He's very good.
1: Daniel Kessler and Paul Banks, obviously good. I was thinking about how, because I've been drumming more in the past two years than I ever in my whole life. Yeah, you know, like work in a room with a drum set. Yeah, but I, I just think it's so hard... As a drummer, the idea of having a style really amounts to, like, articulation? Sometimes, yeah. Definitely. Or, like...
0: But it's also your choices, you know? Yeah, of course. I know that Chad Smith and the Red Chili Peppers does a lot of complex beats with a lot of ghost notes. Ghost notes? What does that mean? The lighter notes in between. Oh, okay. okay. So he he doesn't do, like... He'll do, like... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know there's like a lot of notes in there yeah a lot of a lot of, lot of notes packed yeah. in. whereas like um, someone like Questlove will just do a beat but it's really good yeah but there's simpler. no frills but it's yeah it's exactly except for like uh, boom
1: yeah yeah uh-huh.
0: Which I guess he had to go to a personal trainer. But
1: right? I I just feel like the the the, the read right the, the liner notes. The, 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 what what for me when I hear drummer like I hear drummers differently now. Yes. And it's really like it's touch like touch is the or articulation is the equivalent of tone for a trumpet player or a singer. Yes. You know it's like it's how also, you interact with the stuff of your music. Right. Making right. It's really it's how you're touching
0: it and yeah.
1: How um but also it's also like,
0: you know people talk about of course it's choices feel yeah and feel yeah. are you ahead of the beat are you behind the beat yeah. Are you slinky or are you like – Right. But then also, yeah. But then also the choices of like do you use toms only for fills or do you break them it's into all your beats? All stuff, like yeah. do
1: you love your ride cymbal or your hi-hats? I mean my favorite drummer of all time for the drummer of Death Grips yeah, is – Hill. It's just insane in terms of like, like he does all sorts of things that are just like ill-advised and yeah. not part of most people's drumming thing like drumming with handcuffs on because it gives him like some sense. You didn't know about that? No. Oh, he's done, Death Grips have done several shows where he co- shows up with handcuffs and drums the whole thing in handcuffs. Whoa. And he, and the whole idea is like the limitation is so great that I'll have to explode in musical Whoa. glory. You know, yeah, it's cool. like insane. No, that's, you know? that's amazing. So I think, I just think it's, but his articulation is is palpable. And so so is Paul Banks. No, Paul Banks. Sam is like, So Sam Fogarino. Per- and so like really good drummers. I'm hearing how they like you can hear their personality in their yeah. in the sound. Yeah. And I've, yeah. I've definitely heard people
0: play before. There's a particular type of drummer that I'm very jealous of, which are extremely clean, usually jazz drummers. Mm. Like John just sent me this video this morning where this dude drums along to a scene from Always Sunny Philadelphia. Yeah. And he And it's perfect. Yeah, and it's perfect, and he's and he does all these like jazz moves that I recognize. Uh-huh. And the way he tunes his drums and the way he touches it and all that, it's all very like clean and I'm not clean. No. I'm not sloppy but I'm not clean. Right. So, San Bo Grino, very clean, very like boom, boom, you know, and a lot of linear drumming that he does mm -hmm. um, which is cool. Um, Good solid beats. No, it was was a rad show. Um, The six songs they played from Antics were, let's see if I remember, Not Even Jail, Evil, Slow Hands, Come Here, which are my mm-hmm. big three. Uh, and two other ones. What other song? If oh, If Time Is My Vessel, they play whatever whatever the yeah. fuck that song yeah, 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 yeah. is. Is that Public Pervert? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, and I think they did Length of Love. Yeah. Because that's is. one that starts out weird and both of us were like, what is we this? know this song yeah. is something. But yeah. it started, and then it all resolved. We were like, oh, it's the song. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, next week... For Antics in the Attic, I would like to talk about all Interpol albums. Okay. Because after the show, like, both of us had, they have six albums. I listened to two as a result of that, of the concert. I've gone through all six now. I had listened to the first three albums a lot. And then I listened to the other three um, to varying degrees, which I'll talk about next week. But both of us. Whenever they play songs off the new
1: albums both of us were like I don't know what this is but I like it yeah like yeah. every song we heard was like Ooh, this is really good I like that though I don't I don't sometimes I think if I'm too studied at a concert you' you your focus on and your box ticking what you want yeah. and yeah box ticking I was when li- I, saw, I was literally ticking off antic songs on my hand yeah when I do I saw love that they played Roland death Grips, they played everything I wanted and then they played them bunch of stuff I didn't, didn't really, want no it was stuff I didn't really you know hate. and that and when I heard it live I'm like oh that's amazing I'll go back like yeah. that's what it's supposed to do you yes know? no and absolutely and
0: it did and it really cemented uh, especially Marauder and El Pintor for me Ooh. but I'll talk about that next week or El next Pintor, time we release now. which is Spanish for The Pinter The Hoof what was it? The Painter oh I
1: thought
0: it was The Hoof I said The Pinter that was a fun joke did you actually think it was The Hoof? okay oh uh, <laughs> Let's do a word from our sponsors. All right.
1: We don't have any. And that also is the end of the show, coincidentally. Right? That's the end of the show, man. Yeah. We don't want to have a mega episode. No, we're already at half an hour. I feel like there was something I wanted to mention on this particular podcast that I forgot. I think there were about eight things I wanted to mention on this particular podcast, but I forgot. All right. Next week, Pounders. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week, next week, All next right. week. You've been Wait. pounding down with me, Noah. And I'm Brendan. And me, Brendan. <laughs> pound down. I, pound down. Good night. Good
0: night. You playing as out? No. Is this the post credit sequence? Noah's playing our theme song on the guitar. Our theme song, which funnily enough, I wrote, which is weird because he's a music teacher.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but you're also a musician.
0: Yeah, good night. Yeah,
1: I do enough music.